You're listening to episode 101 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we're going to be talking about shedding the old to make room for the new. And I think that this is something that uh, can come up in all of our lives on probably a more regular basis than we would even like to admit, but we can resist it a lot of times too. So I'm going to be telling you about what made me think of this. There was something in particular that made me think of this and uh, what you can kind of do to let the new stuff in and and to release some of the things that you no longer need and that are no longer serving you. So we're going to get into that in just a second. Um, For anyone who is interested in being on a podcast, any podcast at all, I have put together a list of the 14 ways that you need to be a badass podcast guest. (laughs) And this is through all kinds of experiences that I've had being on other people's podcasts, the dozens and dozens of of podcast interviews I have done and had people on as a guest on this podcast. And I've seen what works, what doesn't work, uh, what really makes people stand out, what makes people memorable, what makes the listener sit up and pay attention to that person, want to seek them out, potentially even work with them. There's so many little things that you can do to really make yourself stand out in this podcasting space. So I've put together this whole awesome guide for you. It's short and sweet, but it packs a punch in terms of information. And all the information is available at roomtogrowpodcast.com in the show notes for this episode. And you can jump over there and grab it because it you, you want to be a badass when you show up on a podcast. That's just kind of the long and the short of it. You want to to sound like a badass, everyone does. And there can be a lot of nerves involved, especially if you're not somebody who's who's used to doing podcast interviews, but it's a practice like anything else. And there's some really simple things that you can implement to just sound awesome on a podcast interview and just really make the interviewer be also really impressed by you, which can also lead to more connections, uh, a better long-term relationship with that person. You might even get invited back on the podcast. So especially if you are an entrepreneur, this is very important. If you have not already been on a podcast, I do recommend starting to put the feelers out for it because it's a really, really great way to build your name a little bit, get your name out there a little bit more and uh, get new people to get to know you. Super, super important. So you can go grab that over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. So back to today's topic, shedding the old to make room for the new. What made me think of this was (laughs) there's this adorable little plant. I have all kinds of plants in my house. Uh, In case you didn't already know, I am totally a plant lady. Uh, I love my garden. I've got a veggie garden. I've got flowers everywhere. Um, I have all kinds of living plants in my house year round, all the things. So there's this one sweet little plant that one of my girlfriends gave me in my living room. I've had it for probably three years and I, I don't even know the name of the plant. It's just like, it's very, it's a very simple little plant. It's just like this little like fern type thing. And lately in the last couple of months, last few months, maybe it keeps having the occasional dead leaf appear, but otherwise it seems fine. And the new growth pops up. 
But what kind of threw me was that because I've had this plant for like three years, it's basically never lost a leaf until recently. And it's lost several, but it still seems fine. Like it's still growing. And it just kind of threw me off because all conditions have remained exactly the same. <laughs> Nothing for this little plant has changed. It is in the exact same spot, the exact same pot, uh, the same amount of light, all the things. So it kind of threw me off. And then as I was pulling off another, yet another dead leaf off of this thing, I actually said out loud <laughs> to the plant, apparently I talked to my plants now. <laughs> I actually said out loud, maybe you need to shed your old life before your new life can grow. And as I said it out loud, I was like, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> and I immediately went and wrote it down somewhere because more than that, maybe keeping your environment and everything around you as the status quo, keeping it exactly the same, isn't the best solution for you. And maybe what has worked for you up until this point, maybe it's time to make a shift and make a change. And I've been, I, I have, I've lived a, a pretty conventional life by, you know, stereotypical sort of standard North American westernized terms. But in the last few years, as you know, I've had one foot in this slightly more unconventional world of the online space. And I say unconventional because um, a lot of people still don't understand what I do. Um, sometimes it can be difficult for me to explain what I do as well. So I, I need, that's on me to work on. I need to, to work on that a little bit because people who are in the online space understand what I do as soon as I say it, but people who aren't in the online space, it can take a little bit more of a more detailed explanation to, to describe what it is that I do and, and how I help people. So that's on me. But another way that this is sort of an unconventional, uh, unconventional way of life is, you know, I work from home, which is a privilege that most people do not have. I totally understand that. I can be much more flexible with my schedule. I can pick up and travel somewhere if I want to. And my business comes with me in the form of my laptop. Um, again, not, not typical for a lot of people. It's becoming a more, a little bit more common, of course, but it's, it's still not typical. It's not conventional. There's so many, there's so many aspects of this online space that, are not conventional by previous standards. And even though the world is shifting a little bit more in that direction, it's still not fully understood by a lot of people. And I get it. It, it you know, if I wasn't in it, I would be kind of like on the outside looking in going, well, but wait, how does that work? <laughs> right? There's, there's all kinds of questions when it's something new to us and we don't really understand it. But it really kind of highlights for me that... I've kind of, I've, I've been dipping my toe in the water in a lot of ways and not fully immersing myself in many others. And it kind of woke me up to this whole idea of, okay, I think that there's some changes that I need to start making to fully start moving towards this path of this more unconventional life that I say that I want, but I'm not doing enough to get there, to, to get towards it. And I think some of the questions that, that kind of came to mind when I was thinking about this episode was things like, what are you going to have to give up? And this is, these are questions that I have been asking myself and I'm also then asking them to you. And I don't necessarily have the answers, by the way, but these are things to kind of start to trigger a bit of a download in your brain of, okay, you know, this is maybe what is working for me in my current life and this is maybe what I need to let go of to move on to something new, something better, something that is going to 
better fit with the life that I say I want, but the things that I'm doing right now and the environment that I've created around me, they're not, they don't go together. And my environment has to change before I can get to that life that I say that I want. So what are you going to have to give up? What old growth are you going to have to shed to make room for the new? Just like my little plant, right? It, it is coming out with new leaves, but sometimes you have to drop the old ones to make room for that new growth. And that's going to mean leaving some things behind. What parts of you are you going to have to kill off so that you can grow stronger and brighter too? Think about the new growth on a plant. Forgive all the, forgive all the plant metaphors today, but I'm telling you, I'm, I'm totally a plant lady. Um, it, when, when a new growth comes up on a plant, it's usually bright green. Whereas, I mean, that can vary obviously, but overall, it's usually a, kind of like a bright, almost, almost neon green a little bit. Whereas the old growth is usually much darker green. So you can kind of think of that again in kind of more metaphorical terms, like what, what old parts of you are you going to have to get rid of so that you can get stronger and brighter? What do you have to let go? What are you allowing to take up precious real estate in your life and in your mind that will have to be shed to move forward? And that is a big question. I think that's my favorite question that I ask myself on a, on a try to ask myself on a fairly regular basis. That's something that you can really journal about too. Like what we focus on grows, right? So what are you allowing to take up real estate in your life and more importantly, in your head that is going to have to be removed and pushed aside in order to get forward? This could be, this could be various people in your life. This could be uh, business ideas or plans that you maybe aren't working for you right now and you have a new idea that you'd like to implement instead, but it's going to mean letting go of some of those more secure ideas that are maybe already tried, tested, and true. And you're going to have to let go of them to move forward. I've experienced this with uh, changing directions a little bit from nutrition into podcasting. That was scary. It's still a little bit scary sometimes because people still... I haven't been doing the podcasting thing long enough, uh, podcasting coaching side of things long enough for, for everyone who follows me to have picked up on it, I don't think. And there's still people who reach out to me about nutrition and I have to kind of redirect them a little bit and explain, you know, this isn't really what I'm doing anymore, but that is scary. There's some scarcity mindset that comes up there because I'm like, oh shit, like I'm turning away clients. But then I have to remind myself of know that there's a reason why you're doing the podcasting coaching. There's a reason why you're drawn to this and this is what you want to be doing. And if you keep trying to take nutrition stuff on the side, you aren't going to be able to fully focus on the podcasting and the business coaching and all of that stuff. Maybe you are allowing a particular routine that you have or a way of doing things to get in the way and it's no longer serving you. You know, we can all kind of get stuck in our ways, right? We're human. We, we are creatures of habit <laughs> and I'm totally a creature of habit. And sometimes we have to switch up our routines because they just aren't really working for us anymore, but we don't recognize it until we make that change. Sometimes it takes something forcing us to change our routine, to shake us up a little bit. And we're like, oh, wow, maybe that wasn't working as well for me as I thought. And you might, be, you might have been going down a road that maybe isn't right for you. And these are the kinds of questions that you're going to need to ask yourself to figure that out and go, hey, you know what? This is my ultimate goal, 
is what I'm doing right now really working for me? Is the environment that I'm in right now that I'm creating around myself, whether that's people or like a physical environment, whatever that is, is that getting me to where I want to go? This can be a painful process. I, I kind of touched on this a little bit in episode 97, appreciating the slow, slow climb of your journey. Um, there, there is a little bit of overlap here because I think that it's something that we have to talk about a few times to really start to get it and to really start to make those connections in our own lives of, okay, yeah, there's, there's this thing is kind of standing out to me right now. The more that I think about it, this isn't really working for me. Or I say that I want this big thing, but I'm over here doing this other thing and they don't, they're, they're not coordinating. Like one doesn't equal the other. One doesn't lead to the other one. I, <laughs> I mean, I worry every time one of my plants loses a leaf, <laughs> but it's a necessary part of life to make room for the new. It's, it's the circle of life. It's like in the fall, I have, I have particular plants that I, I cut all the way back in the fall before the winter and you know, you're, you're cutting off growth and it seems a little bit scary, right? And you're like, oh shit, like this plant grew so big this year. Is it really smart to cut it all the way back? But it needs that. It needs that because then when it comes back in the spring, it's going to be able to actually come out in full new growth, full bloom. But it wouldn't necessarily be able to do that if we kept it exactly the same. We can't keep everything exactly the same and expect things to change. It's just not logical. What's that saying about uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is like the definition of insanity. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering that somehow, but something along those lines, right? When we keep things exactly the same and then we're shocked that we aren't getting to the result that we want, then we might have to change something about what we're doing right now in order to get to where we want to go. And the death of one small portion of your life doesn't have to be negative. It can be a hugely positive step that opens you up. I know that it sounds, it sounds severe when I use words like, like killing off like this small portion of your life or, or the, the death of a small portion of your life or something like that. But sometimes that can actually give you some closure when you think about it that way too. Like this is a habit that I have that I'm going to kill off because it's not serving me anymore. And you can think about it a little bit like that. And it can actually have, I, I personally think that that can have a lot of mental benefits when you just make that choice and you're like, okay, nope. This, this little habit that I have, this little routine that I have, this is no longer in my life. You're shutting that part down and you're doing something new to get to where you want to go. And this doesn't have to be massive change, by the way. Like start small and see how something feels for you. I was actually talking to a podcasting client the other day about a decision she was trying to make and I offered her a suggestion and I told her to try it on for size and to let me know how it felt. So she made her decision and she said that she felt this enormous sense of relief afterwards, which was how she knew she'd made the right choice. It seemed, and moreover, it seemed like a scary one for her, and I have experienced this so many times, because it involved saying no to a great opportunity, but it just didn't feel like the right fit for her. And I see this a lot, especially with business, but there can be all kinds of different uh, times in our lives where this can come up, where these these shiny opportunities can present themselves and we think to ourselves, oh man, like if I don't say yes to this, when's the next one going to come along? This could be the thing. <laughs> this could be the life-changing moment that could define the rest of my life. So we're afraid to say no to it, even if we don't actually feel great about saying yes to it. Like 
when it's only coming from this sense of scarcity, like if I say no to this, nothing else is ever going to come along. I've experienced that so many times and it just simply isn't true. It, it simply isn't true. We have to, we have to think about our bigger goals in life and to make those kinds of decisions accordingly. And this isn't just about business. This is going to apply to so many different things in our lives where if you have a goal, I'm trying to think of something that would be other than business related. Um, I don't know. Let's just say that you are, you're on a journey to get, get really strong, build lots of muscle in the gym. Okay. But you only make it to the gym. I don't know. Once, once a week, once every other week, and you haven't increased how much you're eating, you're probably not going to be able to build much muscle because you're just not giving your body what it needs in order to do that. Right. And the same type of thing applies to all kinds of different decisions in our lives. We can have this big, huge, shiny goal that we really want to get to, but we aren't taking any of the steps to get there. And then we're like, damn, it's taking a long time to get there. <laughs> Why is nothing changing? What's happening here? We have to take the steps to do it. And sometimes that's going to mean cutting off little portions of our life or little habits or, or parts of our environment, something like that, changing something up to allow for that new growth. So it can seem incredibly scary, but sometimes we have to take a lesson from things like nature. And this is what would trigger this entire episode. I took a lesson from nature because I saw these, these little dead leaves falling off my poor little plant, but there's new growth coming on. And I'm like, huh, so nothing has changed and it's in the plant's environment. So it's just changing its own environment for itself to make it better. Crazy, right? It's, just, it's so interesting to me. It's just fascinating. And, and nature's just cool anyway. So I don't know. I feel like this podcast episode was a little bit all over the map, <laughs> but I just, it, it occurred to me when I said that sentence out loud to myself, I was like, maybe you need to shed your old life before your new life can grow. I just had this huge kind of light bulb moment of all kinds of different things in my life that maybe could really benefit from me letting some things go and changing some things up to allow for that new growth. So I hope that this has served you in some way that you can apply this kind of a lesson to something that you have going on in your own life. Um, and really quick, I just want to let you know again about the uh, podcast badassery guide <laughs> with all the ways that you can be an awesome, awesome guest on a podcast. So jump over to Room to Grow podcast over there. And if you did not listen to episode 100 last week, I highly recommend it. I featured some of the, the best of the best from the first 100 episodes of the Room to Grow podcast. And they are some serious gems, like absolute gems in there. So jump over to uh, that episode as well. Make sure you don't miss it because there's so many great ones listed in there. And any of the episodes that I list in the podcast are also listed in the show notes for that episode too. So don't stress about trying to, you know, go find all of the, the episodes as I'm listing them um, when you're listening. Don't worry about that. You can always just jump into the show notes over there too, over at roomtogrowpodcast.com and all the episodes that I mentioned will be listed there as well. Okay. So if this served you in some way, if you feel like this benefited you, I would love for you to DM me on Instagram. Tell me what it is that you're going to let go to make room for that new change. And what's that new thing that you're working towards? Or it doesn't have to be a new thing. Just what's that, that thing that you're working towards that you're changing things up to get there. You're making the decision right now to switch things up in order to get to that bigger goal. 
I would love to hear from you on this. Let me know. I, I just, Instagram is just so cool to me because I love getting real-time messages from you guys. It's the best ever. <laughs> it's awesome. I get some of the coolest messages from some of you amazing listeners, and I'm just so grateful that you show up and, and put me into your earbuds, and it's just still the coolest thing ever. So let me know. I would love to hear from you, and we'll be back on Thursday with a very, very special guest. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.